the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 31 and verse 6 Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Hear the words of God and King Lemuel's mother again. Give strong drink unto him that is ready to perish, and wine unto those that be of heavy hearts. Strong drink and wine have their place. Though kings and other leaders must use them carefully, they have a good and useful purpose for others. God created and designed them, and he in this place inspired reasons for their use from a queen mother. Strong drink, which is fermented or distilled alcoholic beverages other than wine, is to cheer those depressed due to poverty or misery. Wine, the fermented juice of the grape, is to cheer men whose hearts are heavy. God created and designed these drinks to produce gladness, happiness, and relaxation by their moderate use. King Lemuel's mother gave inspired advice to her son. She first warned him about the danger of women, for men in authority are the objects of whorish women more than other men, as Proverbs 31 and verse 3 teaches. She then warned him about the danger of intoxication from wine or strong drink, which would impair his memory and judgment as a king, verses 4 and 5. Wine, she taught, was more the need of his poor working-class citizens, here in verses 6 and 7. Wine is always and only the fermented juice of the grape used as a beverage. Contrary to what modern Pharisee teetotalers say, wine has never been the name or word for non-alcoholic grape juice. Honest Bible study will reveal this simple lesson. Men teaching otherwise are lying in order to promote man-made rules over men. Connected in this proverb with strong drink, wine is obviously the alcoholic beverage made from grapes. God made and ordained wine for good purpose. He created grapes with sugary juice inside and yeast on the skins. When grapes are crushed, the sugar and yeast quickly start fermentation. When the mash gets to 8 to 14% alcohol, the yeast dies and fermentation ends. He created grapes and ordained this process to cheer the heart, which has been the use of wine for 6,000 years. God made and ordained strong drink for a good purpose as well. When wine was in short supply, or men wanted to change in beverage, they could ferment other fruit or grain products and or distill them. Beer is simply cold grain soup with an alcohol level considerably less than wine. Whiskey is cold grain soup that has been distilled to an alcohol level considerably above wine. Midori from melons, various flavors of schnapps, vodka, Cherry and brandy are a few of the many other forms of modern strong drink. Let there be no doubt about the limitations God has placed on wine and strong drink. God strongly condemns excessive drinking that leads to drunkenness, just as he strongly condemns excessive eating that leads to gluttony. The Bible is filled with warnings about both sins. Let there be no doubt in any mind about the limitations God has placed on bread and wine. But God commended wine and strong drink in this proverb. This is not strange, and only those ignorant of the Bible think it is strange. He commanded Israel to spend 10% of income on festival worship, and he commended wine and strong drink in these family religious events. You can read about this in Deuteronomy chapter 14 
and verse 26. Of course, teetotalers on their social gospel bandwagon of prohibition ignore such verses. Billy Sunday and the temperance movement were totally wrong. Temperance is not abstinence, nor is it prohibition. Temperance is rather self-discipline, the moderate use of wine and strong drink. Why did God create and ordain wine and strong drink? Because alcohol depresses the central nervous system to help a person relax, forget the negative things in his life, and feel warm with joy and contentment. God made it to put gladness in his heart, as you can read in several passages of Scripture. Read the proverb again and follow the single pronoun him into the next verse. The perishing and heavy hearts are depression. Wine and strong drink cause a man to forget his poverty and misery, even when very discouraged by them. Alcohol is a mood-altering chemical, and it is for this reason that God created, ordained, and commended the use of wine and strong drink. This proverb and the one following allow for the moderate use of legal, modern, mood-altering prescriptions for those that suffer from chemical, physical, or psychological problems like anxiety attacks, depression, and related maladies. The God of heaven is the God of all mercy. Wine is also a wonderful beverage for fellowship between friends. So Jesus Christ created the best vintage ever for a wedding feast as his first miracle, recorded in John chapter 2. Abraham and Melchizedek had bread and wine for their celebration. God's true churches commune with bread and wine. No wonder a simple toast can simply be cheers. No wonder some drinks are called cordials, heartwarming drinks. King Lemuel's mother did not prohibit all drinking for her son. She rather held him to a higher rule than his citizens. The three greatest kings in the Bible drank, Melchizedek, David, and Jesus. The New Testament confirms this gradation of duty. Pastors cannot be given to wine. Deacons cannot be given to much wine. And church members are to avoid drunkenness. God's priests drank the best wine in Israel, but not when leading worship, as Leviticus chapter 10 verses 8 through 11 teach. What are the lessons for you from this proverb? God is glorious in all his creations, including wine. He made bread to make your heart strong and wine to make your heart glad. This is taught in Psalm 104 verses 14 and 15. He is not the unmerciful tyrant of modern Pharisees, who limit you to grape juice, a bitter and sugar-laden drink. He wants you to relax at the end of a long day. He knew the staples of fine dining before modern restaurants, wine, bread, and meat. Wine and strong drink must be ruled, in that drunkenness must be avoided. But this limitation is no more binding or serious than God's warning against eating too much bread, meat, or other food and being a glutton. Of course, many teetotalers are grossly overweight because they shun wine but gorge on desserts. Both drunkenness and gluttony are sins. If you have a leadership role, even including being a loving and wise husband and father, you must carefully consider and guard your use of these drinks. Drunkenness is wine to excess. Drunkenness is never right as a solution to deal with your problems. Drunkenness is only for losers. 
If you have problems that you cannot cope with, the solution is the Holy Spirit of the living God. Humble yourself before God, beg for His Holy Spirit, and take up singing instead of drinking, as Ephesians 5, 18 and 19 would encourage you. Let God Himself be the strength of your heart. Amen.